The Ball Corporation's plant in Golden is looking for production technicians. You can read the full description and apply at jobs.ball.com when you search Golden. This position is on the front line of the aluminum beverage can production process at Ball's plants. The company offers a competitive $27.39 per hour wage with potential for increase at 6, 12, and 18 months on the job. It offers exposure to a lot of other manufacturing opportunities in the plant. The production technician role touches on the other stages of production, making aluminum cans and ends. This role is responsible for machine adjustments on high-speed production equipment and is an integral part of the production team, both in quality and meeting operational goals for volume. At Ball, all positions have importance and impact. The role has skills growth built into it, and many production technicians become maintainers, which is the next step in the production technician line. Employees who have started out as production technicians have even gone on to other roles in operations and management. Yeah, it definitely has the level of technical skill that people are looking for since the old days most have an outdated perception of back-breaking labor. Much of this has been automated today. So, text GOLDEN to 77222 and you'll get linked to open positions. You can also go directly to jobs.ball.com and search GOLDEN to find that opportunity. Again, jobs.ball.com and search GOLDEN. Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account. Get amazing odds boosts every single day and bet your life on Kale McCarr when you do it. Avs win in nail-biting fashion. They actually managed to pull one out in overtime. Uh, they get unreal goal support from their defense. And they made a mess of a lot of this hockey game, but they won. So catch the dub, I guess. And uh, let's start. Let's let's be fair here because this game is about four inches from being yeah. seven to three. Right, right. <laughs> uh, Avs hit four posts in this hockey game. Granted, they did get a huge good post in overtime. Yep. But it felt like they were dangerously close to blowing this ga- hockey game out at times. I think, particularly, not even just a post, but in the first period, it's two nothing. Kale McCarr and Devontae's decide they're better than everyone else on the air. <laughs> Kale McCarr makes his actual best play of the night with uh, the keep at the blue yeah. line and then dancing around everybody and then the tic-tac-toe to Taves uh, yep. to Jost on the back door. Ooh, it was inches it. from going in. Yeah, I was he say, raises he, that a it little always more. is. If, if, <laughs> if Jost buries that, obviously maybe you don't get to the overtime one, but like Kale McCarr would have literally had... Two yeah. like Sports Center top ten plays <laughs> over the course of sixty minutes. It's crazy. Yeah, the the kid's a monster. I don't even know. Yeah. And 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 that doesn't even count. Like we're just gushing about Kale McCarr at this point. But ten seconds into overtime, dude just walks in past a dude and gets a great A opportunity yeah. on Flurry. He's just doing it every his, other shift. Yeah. His understanding that his skating is just, just better, better just than everybody better. else's. <laughs> That his edge work, his start, stop, his change of pace, uh, consistently in in especially in three on three, you want to know you want to know how to get over your three on three woes. It's more McCarr and less McKinnon, yeah. yep. because McCarr's his skating I think is better suited to the one on one. Obviously McKinnon with the acceleration and the burst and the power element and all that that's great, but. It's not. It's not translated anything to anything in years now, in overtime play, yeah. and with Makar, what we just saw was multiple occasions where his edge work and his ability to accelerate and 
the change of pace, what he just did to Kirby Doc. Yeah. I mean, it's, well, it's, it's, it's just it's, something that almost no other players in the it's, NHL it's have. It's not even the change of pace, but I mean, he's drifting up the wall, completely looks Kirby Doc off. That's not the and, change of pace. And, that's and edge is, work. No, yeah. no, and that's what I'm, but what I'm saying is like, and then suddenly he's gone the other direction. Well, it, and it's intelligence, right? He understands he's got Doc a little bit on his heels. Yeah, well, and he understands Doc's cheating up the wall yeah. because, right. because he knows he, that's a two-on-one. If, if Makar makes any yeah. mistake with the puck, it fumbles, it jumps over a stick, anything, Doc has a break the other way, and they're, and they're going to win the game. Yep. So he's cheating up the wall a little bit, and then Makar does something to him that you're just not expecting a defenseman in the NHL to do to you. If McKinnon has that puck, maybe Doc is a little bit lower, is a little is a little bit lower on the ice, you know, is not cheating up the ice. But with a defenseman, you're not expecting a guy to do that to you. Now, it's Kale McCarr. If you're not expecting Kale McCarr to do something <laughs> silly to you, you made a mistake. Dumb. Yeah. See, and I, I, I honestly think that that was more of Kirby Doc cheating up the ice because it's three on three. They've won six fucking overtime games this year. And I think exactly what you said. He was sitting there going, ooh, I'm going to get a break out of this because I'm just going to run him out of real estate into the wall. And I mean, you know, Kirby Doc's a—he's a good player. He's maybe not as good of a player as we all thought he was going to be last after not last yet. year. I would say not. Well, no, no, yet. but I mean, yeah. in terms of like Tough taking the, to give up on guys who are nineteen and twenty, <laughs> yeah. not giving up on him. But I'm just saying, in terms of where he was last year, expecting the step forward. But I mean, he's a very good player, and the the, the skating helped make all that possible. But just the the smarts. And and selling that hey I'm taking this well, back out high oh yeah the bait the bait right. where he's just like keep going right keep going. yeah 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 keep, you know keep yeah keep drifting keep drifting oh great now it's gonna get pornographic <laughs> <laughs> it's just well and it, and it's the work as he comes look, up the wall here he to never take he never given. sells that he's going yep. to the net and then it's the fact that he cuts in towards the oh wall my god dude <laughs> rewatching so, it though like. Really, you always are talking about being on the defensive side of the puck, right? When you're yeah. playing D like that. He wasn't cheating that much at all, if at any. Are you talking about Makar? No. No, oh, Doc. Doc. He's, no. He's, he's, pretty, that, he's no. pretty high up on him. He is Kale, a little high. Kale like, Makar he needs to be a little bit exposed. Lower. Let's see, watch it here in slow motion. One of the few instances in hockey where you play man-to-man. But any D-man that can't turn on a literal dime and he gets he, away with see it. See what so I mean? Right there, like, right there. He's, yeah, almost, oh he's almost even with him, though. Yeah, yeah. He's pretty far up the wall, yeah. man. He's but, and, then it's, and it's really that extra move to the backhand. Yeah, that, the, all of this is all good and well, but it's that last <laughs> deep to the backhand and then the shot. That's, well, the, that's the part where every time he, I keep going, oh, my God. literally the... the car insurance commercial <laughs> with the fishing dollar with Marc-Andre Fleury on that oh, one. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Almost and, and had it. See, I honestly, so you, I feel like you see that type of play a lot when teams are shorthanded and they're in the, they're, they're in the shorthanded teams in the offensive zone and they're looking to bring a puck back. I always have that thought, man, if one guy just curled hard, you have everyone drifting up ice yeah. expecting you to move that puck back. And that's exactly what Kirby Doc thought he was going to do he thought Kale McCarr because he sold it so well was trying to find anyone to go to and yeah AJ to your point I mean you just not expect when you have when you know that you're not covering Nathan McKinnon and Gabe Landeskog dirty I don't know if maybe his brain just shuts off for a minute but and then no help because they're afraid of him making the cross ice pass and they just are like goalie time (laughs) and Flurry's like Post time. Post time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Posts. Please. I need please one more. Posts. Just a few please. more. 
I don't want to go out like this. Yeah, maybe maybe Doc needs to be a little bit more aware that that's Kale McCarr, but how many... Ultimately, man, that's just Kale McCarr doing something How many defensemen on earth can even think about it? No, 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 not defensemen. How many players on earth can pull that move? If we're on the other side of this and McKinnon is defending Seth Jones, that's a sick fucking play by Seth Jones. (laughs) Yeah, right. And we're all just like... Like, we're nitpicking it, but we're not going to be like, oh, Nathan McKinnon did this or that. Like, we're like, dude, nasty. (laughs) (laughs) Nasty. Because at the end of the day, we could could Zapruder film that all we want. (laughs) Oh, we will. Don't worry. That is top three goal of the year candidate right there. Yep. Right next to McDavid dancing the Jets and Rangers. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, I don't doubt it. Deserved. Yeah. That's that's, That's that's, ESPN's power. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That that's an insanely high IQ play meets a high skill play, and it's just and there's the so finish. much fucking so fun to watch. This, right. You see in in hockey, you know, in hockey, well, you his, saw his play earlier the play in the earlier, game. You get ninety five percent of the way there, and then and Mark Andre Fleury makes his save of the year. Right. Right. Would and not s- that time, buddy. <laughs> not that time. Would you say Kale McCarr is clutch? With that overtime goal, I'd say that that play was clutch. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, that... I don't. I don't really need to. I'm not revisiting. Yes, this bullshit. we're not going actually into this. I'm just gonna but... revel in the moment that that fucking rocked yeah, after a no. night that was headed to be real frustrating. It, it was looking pretty sketchy. Um, yeah, but uh, do we have the graphic? Is it ready? Let's, okay, we'll get back to it then. Get 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 in there, chat. Yeah, get in I mean there. the players. The players that you would imagine could, could do something like that. It's guys like. It would be a McDavid. It would be a McKinnon. Yep. It would be a Panarin or a Kane. Dudes in the like, conversation for literally the best player in the world. Forwards. Yeah, well, and <laughs> yeah, you're not... Ex- yeah. Pick another defenseman and look, Adam Fox is great. Yeah. You're not looking... Adam Fox isn't doing shit like that. Right. <laughs> it's the thing about Fox and Makar where Makar has... And why I think Makar is probably going to have more hardware at the end of his career... He's got the, the atmospheric the, ridiculousness. The sex appeal yeah. is there for Kale McCarr. Yeah. Because the, the stuff that he does, like, we've seen Adam Fox before. We've seen a transcendent defenseman with an unbelievable IQ and vision yep. and great passing. We haven't seen, uh, literally, the NHL has not seen a specimen like Kale McCarr since Bobby Orr. Genuinely. Yeah. Like, and Genuinely. That's, yeah. It, he's just a different breed. And he's it's all... It's all, everything. Everything that he does, the the casual fan can appreciate. It jumps off the ice. It's all sex appeal. There's yep. nothing that about what you just saw from Kel McCarr where you're like, oh, I bet a lot of guys can do that. <laughs> Hell to the nah. So my my dad tells a story because my family moved here in 1994. The Avs obviously followed 1995, and he tells a story all the time about when they first moved here. My mom had never really watched a hockey game in her life. My dad had it on TV, and she was sitting there and she goes, wow, that 19 guy is really good. <laughs> there are players out there that just stand out, whether you understand the game or not, and that's true yeah. of every sport. Kale McCarr, like AJ just said, is, ex- is one of those it's, players where you don't have to know shit about hockey to know well, that guy is one of the not, best yeah. players in the ring. It's not just that they stand out, right? Especially, as AJ said earlier, like on a platform on ESPN, yeah. Players right. like that is how you create new hockey fans yep. in droves. That's the type of stuff that brings people in, and that's how they fall in love with the sport. Yeah, that's it's the McDavid stuff. It's that's yeah. I mean that's the that's that's the stuff that you're just like this is special. This is different. 
This is no longer comparing Kale McCarr to other people because Kale McCarr is very clearly his own superstar. Yep. Uh, we've known this for a while, uh, but <laughs> the as, rest of as, the world is learning. Well, as they yeah. as they get on to ESPN and as hockey gets a, a little maybe a broader audience that it's been looking for, you're gonna see like casual fans are gonna come into the game and they're gonna look at it like when I got into hockey, my dad immediately gravitated towards Peter Forsberg because he was like, "That guy's a freak." Yeah. <laughs> I gravitated right. towards Pavel Bure for the same exact reason. <laughs> it was just they did it differently. <laughs> <laughs> and Kale McCarr, Kale McCarr is kind of your Pavel Bure of this generation. Yeah. Like the guy, the guy does things with his feet that you just don't see other players do. You just don't see around the league. There is no comparable. There is no yeah. peer. And that's not to that's not to in any way denigrate any of the other great defensemen that are out there. It's to say that Kale McCarr is just a unique breed of superstar. His and his ability to do something like that. That shit is crazy. His footwork at the blue line is it's, insane. That move that he has, and he's done it multiple times. We've got to, there's got to be a name for that. The, <laughs> it's it's like almost a mohawk, but it's not. I mean, really, I've always yeah. I've always compared what he does when he shakes guys to Allen Iverson's crossover. Yeah, yeah. Because when he gets the puck at the at the top of the blue line, and the way that he just shimmies guys. Yep. Breaking Iverson, Iverson yep. used to do the same thing with that crossover. They knew it was coming. And it happened so quickly. You stop it. Yeah. It's just, it goes against all human instinct, natural instincts that these guys have. I mean, our entire first segment of our post-game podcast of a, of a pretty interesting hockey game <laughs> is devoted to... Kale McCarr's... Oh, my God! Kale McCarr! <laughs> because it was just, like, what we, what you saw was just that rare of a moment. Yeah. <laughs> It, it's it's truly special. It's truly special when we get to watch shuffle. Kale McCarr. The McCarr shuffle. I like it. Yeah. Oh, they need a right next to the Tracy Bop well, with it's, bones. It's you know, <laughs> <laughs> the the other thing you know, AJ. We talked today on the Denver Sports Podcast. Um, yeah. You know about Nikola Jokic winning the MVP and how Another big that unicorn. was for for kind of mid market. You know, as much as we hate to admit it. In the eye of a lot of these leagues, Denver is a mid-market, you know, city. That that's the type of move. I mean, I was just scrolling Twitter, and it's it, it is getting the same treatment as that McDavid goal, yeah. where it's and every, it deserves it. Every yeah. other yeah. tweet from national media, um, you know, I mean, you know, international outlets, everyone is tweeting about it. That's the type of stuff that, yeah, Nathan McKinnon's really good. Nathan McKinnon, I think, should have a heart trophy by now. Um, but like that's the type of stuff that puts a player like Kale McCarr, a team like the Avalanche, more prominently on the map because yeah, everybody just everybody will see that by tomorrow well, morning. Let's be real, this game was on ESPN, not because of Colorado, right? Yeah, yeah. And this is the kind of this. I mean, obviously, winning gets you there, but this is also the kind of thing that encourages schedule makers to be like. We gotta put that dude in yeah. prime time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I was gonna say, and, and they, you know, they had they had a ton of national games last year. And they've got a good amount this year, but you made a great point of go look at them. They're all against oh, New York, kind of mar marquee yeah. opponents. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. you remember the Rangers game was a straight up Rangers broadcast. Yeah, yeah. where they were just furiously masturbating <laughs> to anything that the Rangers <laughs> could do, and you get to I we couldn't really hear the commentary in this game other yeah. than the bullshit high stick conversation <laughs> that took place. <laughs> That made me actually think that I was on crazy pills. 
Uh, but it was just it, it, the the abs are the abs are stating their case and saying, pay attention to us. Right. We've got we have like we had a golden era where we were one of the the, the prime time teams. We were always on ESPN, ESPN two. You know, Wednesday night hockey and stuff was always it was always abs right yeah and now they they've got the kind of talent on hand that that demands back to that style all right yeah we don't we don't care which big city team you pick to try and pull in the eyeballs but (laughs) we've got to make sure that colorado's against those guys all the time yeah Yeah. well and and this is and and i know people don't like but like plays like that exposure like that that's how you land a winter classic that's how you yeah, you, please no. You, you get, but, but, <laughs> please, and that's why God, I said no. no. People aren't going to like that. But but I mean, like seriously, I mean, to your point, there's a reason Chicago has played in what like seven outdoor games. <laughs> I can't wait. Folsom Field. It's going to be great. Great. You guys have fun. <laughs> uh, the yeah. I, see, I like the outdoor games. They're fun. They're yeah. a fun experience. Yeah. But I did literally died at the last one. Uh-huh. Can we wait not a few years at the game? Can we wait a few years? Just in the also, disaster that was surrounding That them. was also yeah. the venue problem. If you did it at, yeah, you know, sports or in power field, it'd be dope. Folsom Field's used to a crowd? I, oh. never, I never knew. The backdrop for Folsom Field for an, a hockey game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> if you yo, add yo, up, if you yo, add up bro- all the games, the, they yo, sold the it out. The Broncos do, too. And those those ten thousand people that just don't show up every week, it's quite got that money. Back, no, it's, back it's, to the Avalanche. I'll say that, that that's that's just a really fun game, and it's it's one of those night or it's one of those moves where it's like it Kale do, McCart I mean, does it's, shit it's like that every point. night. Like, yeah. It does it does put you into like yeah. come on, good Colorado Vegas got the they got right. the outdoor one in in Tahoe, and it was a great hockey game. Right, yeah. right. Like just. Do that again, right? My, you know, do minus it, the ten-hour break in the middle of the hockey <laughs> yeah, game. Do it, do it was great. Right. Look, as long as the Avs win it, we go. Well, and and what was, what was actually like, crazy? Not good with the outdoor games <laughs> but at the, all. Even Struggle. with the ten-hour break, that was still a great hockey game. Like oh, it was yeah. crazy it, that they and, were able I mean, to stream the first the other. period was incredibly bad to watch. Yeah, because everyone like, was falling all over. The players place. are in danger. <laughs> Breaking ankles, literally shuffling like chunks. Of the rink every time, and they're taking breaks. They're making shit up to take breaks. Like that <laughs> was, yeah. It was so stick crazy. a cone out on the ice, be like, you can't, you can't yeah, stay yeah, out yeah, of yeah, avoid yeah. this. They basically did at the end of the period when they were like, everybody was kind of like, that spot on the blue line yeah, yeah, yeah. is a trench. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, no, but but yeah, and I guess the point I'm making is just we see Kale McCarr do that a lot, and you watch him at practice, you see him yeah. do that stuff, but for him to do it. Because so Dario tweeted at us about the clutch thing, yeah, and and, and it's maybe not quite the same, but did. but but again, that's just one of those things where it's like you're on national TV, in, yeah. you know, against an original six team, and that that's just a, it's a, it's a big moment for a goal like that to happen yeah. in it's, the in the no doubt the that's history the, of Kale McCarr. Yeah, that's the things that seven, eight, nine, ten years from now. Eight-year-old kids are gonna go, remember that McCarr goal? That, that, genuinely, yeah. genuinely, how many people? Not like how many people do you think we're watching live when Kale McCarr scored his first career goal? Goal right. versus this goal significantly more now. Probably. So I would say that there was probably more tonight just from the platform and yeah, the casual right, audience and right. all. Uh, but that's the point. It's just, just, just he's just getting going. Yep. Kale McCarr, fucking unicorn. That's a highlight <laughs> that play when he retires. Yeah, that's a that's package. a highlight that yeah. that plays on there. Yeah, like, and that's... you know you know that because we saw McKinnon in his rookie year 
with the Jared Spurgeon <laughs> thing. Ruin a man. <laughs> Anytime right. you look at a Jared or uh, a Nathan McKinnon highlight reel, That's that comes in up. There. That one's yeah. on there. Yeah. Poor Jared Spurgeon's like, I've had an unbelievable career, and this is what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the highlight reel I end up on, you assholes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We are brought to you by Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNBR. You can get eight different kinds on tap down at the bar, so highly recommend you come down try it there. Or you can find it at your local liquor store as well. So jump on that. Get yourself some Breck Brew. Pour one out for Kirby Doc. Because <laughs> man still isn't sure where his entire, his dresser is. He's been posterized. Yeah. Yeah, we don't really have a good, like, in the NBA. Yeah. You've got the... You've got the Here's the still frame of that guy dunking yeah, on you. And yeah. that, I mean, what is, is there's got to be a close up somewhere of his face as, as McCarr dusts him. <laughs> yeah, where he's, he's processing what's happening to him in real time. <laughs> as he goes through all the stages of grief in like four and a half seconds. <laughs> oh, no. We're going to have to talk about EJ at some point. Yeah, we'll get Otherwise, there. Brand, we'll, Brandon won't let me live we'll it down. We'll get there. I've never uh, heard of him. If, if alcohol is your thing. Or Brandon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you're maybe you're more of a THC type person. You can go on over to Lightshade. Uh, if you give the DNVR code and get up to twenty five percent off, that's buy an ounce, get a quad free. Get on that. You can also get the Escape Artist products if you're looking for CBD, uh, the the topical ointment. They have a bunch of different ranges for however strong you need it, whether it's one to one or all the way up to I think twenty to one. And then they have some other products that go up to like. 80 to 1, which is way out of my my league, but if, if that's what you need, they got you covered top to bottom. Uh, check out both Escape Artists and Lightshade. You can order online with the DNVR code and then pick it up at one of 11 locations in the Denver metro area. Uh, yeah. Also, you know, maybe come to the bar and, and hang out for abs games and lose your shit when Kale McCarr goes off <laughs> because what what's better to celebrate the McCarr goal than being together with a bunch of other abs fans? Uh, enjoying the well like, all right let's be real yeah it got the, loud in here the vibe in the bar for the first two and a half minutes of overtime was just impending doom <laughs> because it's the avalanche in overtime <laughs> it, was, it was it was a lot of <laughs> accurate it Nailed really it. is over the last several seasons with this abs team Overtime is one of the, the few moments when you're watching Abs games when you actively are uncomfortable. Like, yeah. I, I feel yeah. confident this is going to go poorly. And most most Abs games over the last two seasons, you just don't <laughs> feel that much until we head into the fourth period. Then it's like, yeah. It's the uh, Invader Zim Doom song. Doom, 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 doom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, we're going to try and talk about the rest of the game a <laughs> little bit, at least. First period started great. The Avs looked dominant in the first period of this hockey game. Almost won it in the first period yeah. alone. Yeah, yeah. It, if that Joe Stoll goes in, the game's pretty much over. I don't think that it uh, it's particularly close. Yeah. Um, that gets stopped, and then they take a penalty at the end of the period. In the final 30 seconds, that kind of pushes it. That power play to the start oh, of the next fuck. period. See, and, that's the kind of picture I was thinking of. And they, <laughs> and, and they, uh, dibs for my game story. Suck up. Damn it! Uh, I was actually, I was like, ooh, I'm going to go get to that first. And then he dibsed it. 
Uh, you can't do anything about that. Law of dibs, yeah, my man. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, it's uh, like that. They, they were this close to just shutting the door and cruise, going into cruise control. Yep. Uh, instead, a well, little they, bit of a mistake. They kind of went into cruise control. I guess. I guess so. Yeah. But but like you give Chicago credit, they pushed back and they built off of it. And Colorado <laughs> just looked like they were. They. I mean, the first period you watch it, Colorado dominates. The third period, uh, especially once Colorado got down and there was a flow to it again, uh, it immediate like the yep. sh- the next shift McKinnon. Hits a post. Rips one off the post. Like we're talking yeah. like seven seconds after the faceoff. He goes flying down the ice and hits a post. And it was like that. And it was it was it was almost fitting that the tying goal was just some bullshit. Actual yeah. nonsense. Yeah, we'll where, where you were like where it was just like this was deserved. But like that the second period is a legitimate concern. Yeah. Well, you don't love that, but you have those nights. But the whole point of it is can you can you get can you get the two points? Can you get the win? Out of all the different ways that you work your way through an NHL game, Fair and enough. and and the other thing that is important to note, in my opinion, I think Chicago played really well in the second. Yeah, I, like, I mean, like credit I, to them. I, I thought they, I thought they did a lot of Two good NHL things. Teams on the ice, right, 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 and and that's one thing that it's it's always hard to remember that when you have any level of vested interest in one team. It's hard sometimes well, to remember that there's and, an, another but, team out there. Well, yeah, but what did the? How did they score those two goals in the second? Well, they were on the power play. Yeah. But, but I'm just saying, aside, even aside, even if that period ends two nothing, still the Avs up. I thought Chicago played a good game. I, or, you know, a good period. They were on pucks quick. They took away lanes. They got sticks and skates and arms and legs. Yeah, it was on, very on, muddy for right. the Avalanche. Yeah. And, and so, so you do give them, you give Chicago credit. They were down. They pushed back. They got some power plays that they took full advantage of. Yeah. Um, and, and, and you like that the Avs responded. You don't like that, I think, as much as Chicago played a good period, it did look like the Avs pulled up a little bit. Some of those passes, mm. the ones the that Chicago... sure was Right, it, right. The ones that Chicago didn't heavily, get a stick yeah. on, their passes were a step ahead, a step behind, in guys' feet. Um, they, they weren't winning Dropping races and stuff. And right. Well, and so, and so like, th- th- that's yeah. definitely also true, and, and that's the part that it's like, uh, you'd like to see them clean it up, but what matters is when they needed to push back, they did. Um, they they, they, <laughs> they they got a little help on the game-tying goal, but... It's not... Along with others' words around it. It's, it's not the right way to play hockey but every high caliber team in the world has that ability to flip the switch when they you need have to, to. The, the big thing is and this is the biggest criticism of abs in previous years <laughs> the the biggest thing uh the biggest criticism of abs from previous years is that they could win one way they were great that one way and the big thing that you saw different with tampa bay and their cup runs is that they won the games they were in. Yep. If they were in the game where they had their A game, they won it pretty easily. If they were in a game where they were their B or C game and the other team had their A game, they and they were ways. they were the yeah. muddy team, they just worked their way through it. And you have to win the game that you're in. It sounds obvious, right? But you're not always going to be in the game where everything is going your way and you're feeling it and momentum is on your side and, and you're just dominating and everything is going in and... All those posts are actually goals, you know? You're just not going to yeah. live that life all the time. Yep. And for them, for them, like, is it disappointing that the game 
kind of went the way that it did and they lose out on a regulation win and instead it's a it's a row a little do you really care about the point given away to the blackhawks no not really you care way more about the second point that you picked up and really you're down three two in the third period you care a whole lot about both points right you walked out of that you're now tied i believe tied with minnesota in the division yeah Yeah. with Three or three games in hand. With, with several games in hand on everybody, yeah. they are, I believe, uh, now. It'd be four I, points back. I they're think they're three or four yeah. points back of the Blues. Their point is to say that they're they're continuing on where they are. They're building towards another winning streak. But what I loved is they are they are winning like and against Anaheim, different kind of game. Yep, they won the game that they were in. They they came back in a uh, from a deficit. They they were the ones that were down two nothing and they worked their way into it, won the game in the at the end, great. This one they were up two nothing, blew that lead. Watched the other team take a third period lead, had all the momentum on home ice. Uh, they the you know the United Center was rocking. People actually gave a shit about the Blackhawks again. They looked like they had life, and the Avs took it from you them. Know, they just they ultimately they were better. They got they got a lucky goal. That's life. They they took those two points from Chicago. So, real quick, they are now tied with Minnesota at 40 points with two games in hand on the Wild. Two points back of Nashville with four games in hand. Three points back of St. Louis, four games in hand. So, And I believe they already have a regulation win advantage on all of those teams. And they're five points back of Vegas with six games in hand. So... Yeah, they're they're in prime position to be at the top of the West. Yeah, if they play if, even five hundred hockey. If you go by points percentage, not only are they at the top of the West, they are like pretty far clear of the next best team. They're a, they're at a six ninety points percentage. Next closest is St. Louis at a six fifty two. The the other side of this game that I want to get to is how much of a difference does it make? on the emotional side of this game because the, the phrase I wanted to use was it doesn't matter how it just matters how many with wins but that's not true at all with this game the how of this game instead of it being a rocky road of a hockey game that the Avs won is now just oh my god Kale McCarr's incredible is the how so I I would also say though that this is a different kind of third period comeback yeah but you're starting to see them this year and in, in previous years we were like why can't this team ever come back from a deficit yeah. this year though they we've seen they, they they had the third period deficit two days ago against Anaheim, won that game. Today in this game they have a third period lead, lose it, and then still come find a way to come back. How many times in previous years was it the Avs get down in the third and you're just like, look, they're gonna make a big push, but they're not gonna get anywhere. Yeah. And they they I'm telling you, there's a little bit of the magic there, a little bit of the unexplained. Because it's not like in previous years they rolled over and died. They would push. They just couldn't quite find it. And I'm t- right now, they're finding a little bit of that third period magic. A little bit of that just unexplained something is finding their way, finding its way to them. But it's also, we talk about with luck all the time. You make it. Yeah. They pushed, they pushed the play the right way. As soon as they got up 3-2, Chicago went into acting like they were, they were going to gear this down. Like they had prime Duncan Keith and, and Seabrook back there. Right. Turns out they don't. Well, and, and you know, because you make the comment about, is it an emotional win where it just becomes, oh my god, Kale McCarr. And what's funny is I, I actually don't think it does for them. I think in years past, it would have. It would have become, holy shit, that was so dope, highlight reel, da-na-na, na-na-na, let's fucking get out of here. 
And they kind of would have forgotten that there were large chunks of this game where it's like, hey, you need to clean that up. And and tonight, I think it's one of those things where they get to end on a real high note. You know, you can tell by the looks on all their faces. Everyone's, you know, face washing Kale McCarr and all that stuff. So you can tell they're hyped on it. But I can guarantee that this version of this team and Jared Bednar and Nolan Pratt and the coaching staff are going to look at it and say, yeah, hey, that was great. That was real fun. It's going to be who got away with yeah. one. Here's, yes. here's what we need to... Over there. Go check out the, the All Hail Kale shirt. Uh, I'm like, what are you pointing at this junk yeah. lord, dude? What's going on over is, here? Is it a manscaped breed? Am <laughs> I, am I really pumping a shirt? Do I need uh, the yeah. There we go. There we Just go. Just getting ready to like... Go, go get the All Hail Kale. There we go. Great time to buy that. I promise new Avs merch is coming soon. Just not tonight because the things we wanted to happen didn't happen. We have, we have uh, I believe, two that are like done. Two and that will be out very, very soon. Yeah. Yeah. Ready to go. We're just sort of waiting. Yep. Waiting uh, for the moment. Exactly. <laughs> but no, I, I, I do. I think, I think, and I, that it kind of goes along with what AJ was just saying, where they're, these games feel a little different than they have in the past. Because I really do. I think in the past it would have been a, ah, oh, who cares about anything else? Kale McCarr did something dope to end the game. And now it's, yeah, that was a, that was a great way for us to end this game on a high note. Good, good, good fight back. Good right. Good, back. good fight back. We, we pushed. When we needed to, here's how we need to make sure we don't get ourselves in that position. And and that's why I think you're seeing some of this that we haven't seen the last couple of years where they're able to come back. They won an overtime game. Like, you know, we're just we're starting to see a couple different trends. Even the way this season started, four, five, and one. How many past abs teams would we see not be able to get out of their own head and out of their own way to dig out of that hole? That four, five, and one stretch is like way in the rearview oh, mirror. Yeah. It's yeah. no one's. They even have more losses in that stress than the rest of the season. Right, and, and, and it's just <laughs> fuck you. Is that true? Yes, yes, it is. Fuck you. You know that's just. Uh, it's it's a it's you know I hate the cliche but like that's a real sign of maturity and it's so this is a this is a thing that gets overstated all the time in the. Never-ending search for whatever a championship-caliber right. team is, but this is—it really is a, a team that wins in different environments, wins in different ways. A team that is malleable in its pathways to success is a team that's going to be able. The more the more doors that you have that you're comfortable walking through to be successful, the better prepared you are for the for for what we know is the gauntlet of the postseason that throws everything at you. Mm. It throws everything at you. And if, if if you end up in a in a pathway that you're uncomfortable with, you're done. Yeah. You look at Vegas against uh, against Montreal in the next round. They were uncomfortable with it. They couldn't break through with it. They were done. It just it's your talent can only do so much. Your maturity, your approach, your your IQ, your emotional your your emotional connectivity to one another. It's so important. And it's the thing I was genuinely the most worried about after that four, five, and watch stretch. After both Columbus games, I was like, holy shit, we are two weeks from Jared Bednar getting fired and this whole thing collapsing. And this being the, the Winnipeg Jets run of several years ago, or the Nashville Predators run, where it was, there was a high point, and, fizzled out and, now, it's, and, now, it's on, and now it's done. Uh, because it's just that, all, all contention windows are that fragile in the NHL. And I was, after that 4-5-1 and one stretch, I was worried. Oh, these are all the red flags of a team that doesn't have it. And to their credit, they got they've gotten healthy. They've punched back. They've they've grown up. They've won in a lot of different ways. 
they've dominated a lot of games and they've stolen some games. Uh, they're no, they're not the dominant force that we saw last year. We should stop holding last year against them. They're not the same team, but I think their approach and their their talent level and some of the guys that they have on hand, I think by the end of the year, they've got a chance to be a little bit better and certainly better prepared for the postseason. Well, they, they have a chance to be more versatile this year because <laughs> yes. last year, I mean, I mean, they were outright dominant last year. You, you can, you know, as I'm about to discount it, you can discount any way you want. At the end of the day, you can only play the teams that are on your schedule. Sure. And they flat out were dominant last year. What's What's more impressive... So far, there's a lot of season left. But what is so impressive about what they're doing right now is that it's not against teams that are lower-level teams that you're getting to play every night, and you, you know what they're going to do. You know where their best players are. You know what their tendencies are. You know what the, you know. Th they're playing teams that they didn't play for a long time. And tonight's a bad example because it's against Chicago, who they played a billion times last year. But they're, they're being forced to play different styles they didn't have to last year. They couldn't just kind of go out there and play their style and force someone else to adjust to them. Mm -hmm. They are having to not only find ways to win games differently, they're having to find different styles to play. And, and, and just... I think some of that has been the rotating personnel. For sure. Um, and, and then like, but that helps you're too. surviving, right? right? Like, okay, well, now that you know you can get away with this and you get away with that... Where what we're seeing is is made I think is the major storylines developing around like the obvious like the big stuff right. You're seeing Alex Newhook is no joke. We'll the get goal, there. The goal that he scored is dope. Yep. But I think he's turning into a major X factor for them. And we've talked about why Byram already is because you don't get nights like this from Eric Johnson very often. <laughs> and when you do, you just take it and look. I'm sure we'll talk about it. Yeah. It's not EJ's greatest game. Gets a couple goals. But ultimately, like, which ended up being higher impact, the goals or everything else? Right, 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 right. So, yeah. You, so, take, you take what you get there. But where to, to finish I make kind one of our, last quick point. Our, our kind of the, to, to continue this is just that uh, the, We're not on the clock. We don't have anywhere to go. The guys, <laughs> the guys, that, are, the guys that are developing and the, the roles that are developing and the, the, the identity that's developing in certain areas of the team that were really big question marks at the start of the season are starting to kind of cement in a little bit. You're starting to see it fill in. And it's, it's answering a lot of the questions that we had. And when healthy, right, if ever. I mean, they couldn't even get through a literal two week break where they didn't play games. They couldn't get through healthy. Mm -hmm. So, you Another know, who knows, tonight. but like if they ever get the, certainly their forward core fully healthy, you you're starting to see they're answering questions uh, around the roster. And I think all of this is just valuable experience for them. Well, you, you use the term X factor there and I've said it multiple times this season, this decor for the abs is maybe their truest X factor. Just the decor <clears throat> as a whole because tonight's a night where, you know, we noticed Chicago was getting the matchups they wanted. And especially when you're going into the playoffs and, and, and you are on the road, you don't get to dictate those matchups. That's where we've seen the Avs struggle going all the way back to 2013. They have struggled in the playoffs more on the road than they have at home when they haven't gotten the matchups they wanted. When your decor is healthy. Welcome to the playoffs. Right. Yeah. Well, right. 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 But when, your de when this decor is healthy. 
obviously it's great that Eric Johnson was the one contributing that, but that Kale McCarr goal, just going back to that again, <laughs> like that that shows what a like what an unbelievable advantage could, that this team has yeah. to have players like Kale McCarr, Devontae, Bowen Byram, Sam Girard. Yeah, that's the thing is you rattle off four names right. on any given night. Those well, guys can be high-level difference makers that, for you. That, that, that you struggle as an opposing coach to match. Like yeah. if, if you roll your th- – your third, if the Avs roll their third or fourth line with Devon Taves and Kill McCarr, okay, match that with your top line. You still have the second best I'm, offensive player on the ice. So yep. it's the on any given night thing that I think stands out. We we're talking about on the pregame show. EJ is a quality third pairing D on most teams in the league, if not yeah. all of them. He's no doubt passable. And what separates him from a lot of third pairings in the league is a night like tonight. Where he gets right, two he's goals. He's got that ability. And, and yeah, exactly. You go, yes, that is in EJ's bag. This isn't a one-off random you see, hockey you game. You see with EJ, that's in his bag. Jack Johnson, it's not exactly. in his. Exactly. Uh, so. And I think you could define them both as third-pairing defensemen. On, that's my point. Yeah. yeah. Make One sure, of those guys is going to give you more options. Make sure you have Strava Craft Coffee in your bag for all of your coffee and oh, damn, we CBD up that needs. For you us. ruined Sorry. it. You ruined it. Uh, Strava works so hard. You can for get twenty five percent off when you use code DNVR twenty five on your first purchase. They got the cake cups if that's your style. They got the regular coffee beans if that's your style. Uh, they got both of those going. Uh, of course, you can get it subscription service style, 20% off every single time you buy. Yeah, we'll get to them. Uh, on their website, you can also get cold brew down at the bar for Strava. So you can get Strava a million different ways. If you haven't tried it, you're just slacking at this point. That's all I'm saying. So come on. Even I've tried it. Even AJ's tried it. Yeah. All right. And AJ doesn't try anything. Well, I mean, that's not even remotely true. I just don't like coffee. He doesn't try anything. Okay. He, he gets the same food every time he comes to the bar. He drinks the same drinks every time he comes really, to the bar. Really weird that this criticism is coming from you. <laughs> I do, I'm the same. I'm 100% <laughs> yeah, the same. Yeah, I was going to say, this guy doesn't like barbecue, and, and he's <laughs> oh, feeding it to AJ right now. <laughs> I, look, I I'm, I'm willingly agree. I'm a very picky when it comes to that type of stuff. Anyway, also go over to DraftKings Sportsbook. Like Use the code DNVR to sign up. Pickles are nasty. When... <laughs> Love what are wrong with this side of the room? Love we're gonna we're gonna have a fight. Uh, and I, <laughs> you're, you're just wrong. <laughs> DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up. You bet five dollars on any NFL to win this upcoming week. You win two hundred dollars in free bets. Go take all that money, put it all on Kale McCarr for the Norris, and enjoy <laughs> your life. All right. Did anybody make any like off the wall player prop bets this year? Just out of curiosity. I didn't. I. What do you mean? I don't like a like a like I picked uh, Kyle Connor to win the rocket. I I mm. took uh, Byram for Calder, Calder at the Calder, very beginning yeah. of the year because oh man like like before games started because yeah, th- his odds I was like yeah with, for sure. with what his odds were at I was like that in a, in a field that you didn't really know right, right. Like, where the guy was gonna come yeah. from yeah. Uh, I actually think uh, my buddy Kevin who you know I think mm. he's got Kale for Norris preseason odds yeah that's, that's interesting I got Kale for Norris too yeah, yeah. yeah. so I yeah, yeah. I feel like. I feel oh, like Kale yeah. for Norris is not very often. That was what I was saying. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's why I asked yeah. that clarifying yeah, yeah, question because yeah. I was like, "We've got Kale." Yeah. <laughs> well, because like I, we were like four games into the season, and Kyle Connor had like it was like plus twenty five hundred odds, and I was like, "Screw I'm it, a big Kyle yeah. Connor believer." So where where are we at with Kale McCarr for Hart? No, it's just not gonna happen. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Not not that it's not gonna happen, but I mean like. You don't think he's in that conversation? Will he get votes? Yes. Is he going to be Why close not? to winning now? 
Uh, for one, voters, I can guarantee, I, knowing the voting block. The avalanche being No, 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 that's not, no, that's not I'm what saying, I'm saying. I'm saying knowing the voting block, they will separate, and a lot of the people feel this way in general. They look at the Norris as the defensive and MVP. Sure. And the the no, 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 and, and but, the heart is like but I'm saying, the forward MVP. Because there's no Norris for a forward. Or a goalie if he plays out of his mind. But, but yeah, what, exactly. But what I'm saying is, regardless of how they're going to vote, like if, if, if you're being honest with yourself, like, Kale McCarr has absolutely been one of the MVPs of the league this year. Uh, if you're being honest with yourself, what's Colorado's record with Devon Taves and without? It's, I, it's, I said that the other – or I might have even said it earlier. I said, is Devon Taves yeah. maybe the best defenseman on this team? And this but is the problem is that you can't separate them. They're both unbelievably how, good. I'm of the opinion that they're both top five defensemen in the But, NHL. but I mean, if, if Kale McCarr hits 30 goals, I don't know how you don't have him in the heart conversation. Well, if – I mean – we're seeing some weird stuff out of yeah. But if they don't make the postseason, for example, it really makes you, it brings it into an interesting conversation. Right. There's also I, a legitimate I shot for Ovi to score 60 this year. I think right. they're going to have a really, really, really hard time making a, a strong Makar MVP argument because, one, the talent that he's surrounded by is insane. And it's not like it's in Edmonton where it's a two man show. This is like a gaggle of dudes, a flock of seagulls. A school of fish, a pride of lions. I, I, there's a whole bunch of these guys that you can make <laughs> top five in their position arguments for, and that's always gonna hurt guys in those arguments. It's always gonna hurt. Them. Didn't hurt Connor McDavid. It didn't hurt. Who else was it? That, yeah, well, those are those are uh, different that, cases that, that because when you lead the league in scoring, people start. There. See, I, I hated that that was something that was levied against Nathan McKinnon in his year that. The team around him was just so good. And then, and then the next time not... he was up for it, when he had a 45-point lead on the next closest yep. guy on the team, it went to yep. – was it McDavid that year? Yep. Uh, I think that was – no, that was Tri-Sides Tri year. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who, yeah, who plays alongside Connor McDavid? Yeah. And it's like I, I just I, – I, I'm just – I'm watching Kale McCarr, and, and you really do. And, and I think, honestly, the same goes for Devon Taves. And you just watch the way that those guys are getting it done on both ends of the ice. And, and like I said – I know there's going to be biases, and I know there's you know the, the the old thing which I fully agree that you can't win the heart if you don't make the playoffs type thing. Yeah, like I know there's a lot of those unwritten rules, but I'm watching. It's like th none of those other guys are doing it on all 200 feet the way that two Avalanche players are right now, regardless of who's around him. Yeah, I'm not saying he's going to win, but. That's so, one of those things where it's like, I, I really do think that I'm, he's having an MVP caliber season. I'm with you, but I'm going to finish my read now. Oh, uh, are we still in the middle of reads? <laughs> oh, shit. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. <laughs> Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Questions. Of course, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. I'm going to send that into DraftKings, and they're going to be like, what? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Ten minutes? Can you guys talk to us about DraftKings? You talked about DraftKings for ten minutes? <laughs> Uh, also, there's like 500 of you in here. Be sure to Just like and subscribe on YouTube. Show us a little bit of love. I know you're all in here for Kale McCarr. So we talk about Kale McCarr quite a bit. In fact, in the next couple of days, keep your eyes out for, for a Kale McCarr video coming very soon to this channel. So I'm just saying. It's just going to be a video of that goal and <laughs> for 45 and, minutes and, and Rudo screaming, emotional damage. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> on site. Hands. Feet <laughs> threw him out of his own wit. <laughs> if you know what video I'm talking about, you know. All right. <laughs> uh, all right. 
We have like 40 super chats to do, too. Yeah. Let's we get have, to those. We have a lot. But first, can we get to our king of the game? Oh, yeah, right, right, right. So, Kale McCarr. Kale McCarr's still pretty good. Look at that picture. That. <laughs> Again, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a fun fact that I was saving for my other video, but you can you can know it now. Since Kale McCars joined the league, he has the most goals of any defenseman in the league. So he is literally the best goal scoring defenseman in the world right now. All these all these pretenders that keep coming at him, you know, the Foxes and the Hughes, <laughs> and it's like. Hugh? Like like just surviving Ooh, yeah. on like secondary assists on the power play. And, shit. <laughs> and Kale McCarr does stuff like that, and you're and I'm just like, that's what I'm talking about. Sex <laughs> Imagine being sex one of those, appeal, man. Sex appeal. One of those Vancouver fans from a couple years ago that was all uppity about how much better Quinn Hughes was, and watching that tonight, and just like, mm, I should go back and delete those tweets, <laughs> kind of thing. Like in Av's Twitter. Like right. stoking the fire. Yeah. Right, 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 <laughs> right. Know, like, and, and it's going just after people. Yeah, uh, that dude in my mentions for the past two weeks talking about how much better Adam Fox is. Where he at tonight? <laughs> P.S. Please stop replying to the guy on Twitter whose name ends in sixty nine four twenty. That guy is obviously a troll. Chat, don't don't feed him. Okay. Here's the full picture for people that that AJ and Jesse were fighting over. Yes. <laughs> Wasn't even much of a fight. He dibs it. There's nothing I can do. Great. I mean, I thought you were on that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Don't you have to be touching the picture for it to count? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I am with my heart. Photo card to US today, USA today. All right. Yeah, that's a good one. Super chats. Let's go. Okay. I'm ready. Um, this is going to take an hour. First, yeah. I want to shout out Yahir. He said, I miss the abs. I miss DNVR. I miss you guys. I love Kale. What a goal. Yahir will be back as your producer starting tomorrow for Ooh. normal shows and Thursday. He's coming back. So unfamiliar. I'm glad that this was one with the of wind my. Going on. I'm glad yeah. I was able to produce the show. <laughs> gotta gotta keep it the same. Allie can't move seats. I yep exactly. <laughs> uh, I do think I strained a vocal cord screaming. Uh, <laughs> I, it, it, I'm like struggling, but okay. Rest of the super chats. We've got a few super stickers. Which oh, Bruno, it's your time to shine. <clears throat> Pair character doing a classic mic drop. Thank you for the five dollars, Sasha. Much appreciated. All right. Here is another one. Uh, thank you for the five, Colton. We should have worn the white pants. There is your manscaped read, Rudo. I don't get it. Sorry. No, because in Deadpool, he says that guy should have worn the brown pants. Or he wears the red pants because they fill with blood. Should have worn the white pants. Mm. Okay. I got there. <laughs> I got there. Yeah. All of us, all of us got there well. with that goal, okay? We are aware. Uh, okay. We got another uh, $10. Very generous. Thank you, Jake. $5 for last up. $5 for this one. All hail Kale. Easy enough. Well said. This one from Casey. Casey, $5. Thank you very much. AJ's hat game and <laughs> Kale McCarr on point. He cannot not get complimented Dude, on that hat. Yeah, the Yardcoats hat is insane. Yeah. I had a like a Broncos, like an old school Broncos hat that I went and bought that has that logo on it. Yep. And like it got like there a, was, there a was couple. Love. Yeah. But this one But this like, is like every day. But I yeah. have that hat too. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's rare. All right. Okay. Ten dollars from Eugene. Thank you. Shiba dog squeezing a big red heart. <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> <laughs> uh 
Tommy, thank you for the five. Just me, or are we so talented we are skating opponents and running into mistakes because the other team is so behind on what we are doing? Uh, I feel like if the other team's that far behind, the Avs just should be more aggressive in taking advantage of their numbers, right? But I don't know. The Avs are the Avs are good enough that you could play any mini money mo with world class players in a big moment like that. Fair enough. And I guess tonight they caught a tiger by its tail. That's <laughs> that's what's so fun about this team is like it was Kale McCarr tonight. But mm-hmm. There's like seven other dudes that it could be tomorrow, yeah, and a, it's like caught a flower by its toe tonight, maybe. Nice. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. caught a flower by its petals. <laughs> Obviously tonight, great win. But like, if you look at you know basically the complete game it was not a real great yeah. abs you're game. not celebrating it you're just yeah happy yeah with but it was like, like if you're looking at it throughout the ago. year like the abs get a lot of penalties because they can outskate that's oh, yeah. very true oh, very yeah true. it's not an accident that they have drawn more than they've taken in yeah. the last they, years. they draw so many stick infractions and holding yeah. and, and just their feet and yeah. literally guys just like I, i'm honestly surprised that the way that that type of play normally goes that Kale McCarr made is Kirby Doc reaches back, sticks a foot out, grabs a jersey, and you know draws a penalty or something like that. But you know that that's what made that play even more impressive. It's like you can't even cheat to catch him, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, because uh, because the Avs make plays like that a lot, and that's how they draw a lot of those penalties. All right. Okay. Next one. Vaguely silver with the five. Thank you very much. Either I just saw Doc's jockstrap and soul fly overhead, or it was the James Webb Space Telescope. <laughs> P.S. If you're not following along with the launching of yeah, the... Yeah, that stuff the, is dope. It's extremely cool. Yeah. The James Webb Space Telescope. Oh, it's, it's extremely the cool. You know, turn that thing around, and you'll still find the sea cut I, in the ice that Makar made earlier <laughs> in the game. I find all that space. I, love, I think space is so cool. Oh, yeah. It's dope out then there. Then why don't you know about the... Yeah. I just said I think space is cool. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't say uh, fair enough. I'm super up to just date on all. Like I'm super all, invested in yeah, my space yeah, news. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, given, <laughs> given how dope the Hubble telescope pictures yeah, were from yeah. thing like 40 years ago, yeah, a this, modern yeah. one, I'm like psyched. It's but, so cool. I love that it's taking what like a month for the whole thing to, to just like to get it set up and like out set there. Well, I, I I did follow the so cool man the last Mars rover that they set yeah. up and it, the same thing. I remember oh, yeah. being so dope like. Watching the live, like it being lowered down. Oh, dude, I cry every time there. it works. <laughs> I'm the biggest softie. I cry. I cry during every sports movie ever made, and I cry <laughs> anytime I watch. I cry anytime I watch a NASA reaction oh. video. Well, I was just about. I thought you were. Gonna say, you must have sobbed during Apollo 13 the first time you saw it, or every uh, time you I see haven't it. seen it. I have. Really? A, I have a bad claustrophobia. Oh, dude, Apollo to, 13 is. A and I've got to pick my spots movie. with movies in enclosed spaces. Uh, there are scenes that I can't watch in some movies because it's like people crawling through a cave or something, and I will have a full-blown panic attack. So I've avoided Apollo 13 for fear of not being able to handle it. Dude, it's so... Oh, my God. It's such a phenomenal movie. Yeah. Okay. It's a good reason for not seeing a classic movie. Next. Okay, <laughs> <once>. next one <laughs> is Super very Sticker. Emotional. It's an emotional movie. $10 from Zach. Thank you very much. Sunglasses perpetually fall on a video game controller's proud face. What does that even mean? <laughs> I'm trying. Mm. I'm assuming it's the like deal with its sunglasses. Yeah, but, I'm like I'm not picturing anything clean. So let's move oh, on. Oh God. Okay. Uh, from here from two Sasha. more from Sasha. Thank you very much. 
your take on Kemper AJ. Is that are you asking for our take on Kemper and AJ? Or are you asking for AJ's take on Kemper? Uh, let's the second one because I don't want the first one. Uh, Everyone here, go around and tell us what you think of AJ. The the third goal, I'd love a save, but I'd also love JT Comfort and not be in fucking no man's land. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to see him get a across just a touch quicker, but that's a great play it, by Kane. The fake shot freezes Kemper. I don't really have an issue I, with Kemper tonight. You, yeah. I don't really have a problem with him either, but I love your point on the on that third goal. It just feels like he's a little slow laterally. Well, in in yeah, so the the going net and the side to side, you usually have to you're either big or you're athletic. Yeah. You don't get to be both. True. So true enough. Uh, that's why I always say Vasilevsky is the perfect goalie because he's both. Yeah. And you see uh, with Kemper, he's got the big. He's not He's not like an unathletic goaltender, but that's a lot. But, that side well, to side is where he gets exposed a little the, bit, that lateral movement. It's a, so. it's, in this game particularly, it's, okay. it's heavily contrasted with Flurry, who we saw multiple times tonight. Oh, he pushes off as hard as he yeah, can and just sends it. Exactly. <laughs> who's who's made a wonderful career out of world-class athleticism. Yep. yep. So, yep, next. Okay, here we go. Cheyenne, I think, is how you say your name. I'm sorry. Uh, $5. Thank you very much. Hello from Montana. What a game. Not good that the Avs blew a two-goal lead, but glad that they were able to come back. Yeah. Very well said. Yeah. Didn't even need the pod. Just yep. needed Just that, that comment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Done. Uh, Josh with five. Thank you very much. My brother lives in Chicago. He got home from the game and found a Doc's chalk on his back porch <laughs> after that Macar undressing. Whew. Got him. What are you going to do with that thing? You got to sell it away, right? You sell that shit, all right? That's Belle Delphine bathwater stuff, all right? Man, what a marketing genius. <laughs> Jesus fuck. What, that one, the the one chick who... Selling farts yeah, online? Yeah. She had to stop because yeah. she, like, had to... Give everybody pink eye? Had too much no. gas. Yeah. Did you see my question? What? No, no. she had to stop. So she had, she had stop. a heart attack it was, scare. It was causing, uh, it was, it was causing heart congestion problems. Oh, Jesus. So yeah, it she was, was selling... So it was? She was selling farts. <laughs> this is a serious story. She was making like this 50 grand a month happened. selling farts. Yeah. Is that what someone put in the Slack that I didn't Probably, understand? yeah. So. Who knows what gets put in that Slack, dude. <laughs> that, it is oh, a, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, our, our hangout chat is a cavalcade of chaos. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I think last, is this the last this one? This is the All last right. one. I was like, I'm sorry. Go Before ahead. we started. Yeah, go I, ahead. When I saw it today, it like. The wheels started turning. I was like, "Who the hell buys farts?" Apparently, a lot, a lot of people. people. The yeah. answer is simps. <laughs> Correct. You can find someone to buy anything on the internet. Yeah, that's the terrible thing about the internet. All right, but also yeah. the great thing about the last one. Somebody okay. found a person gullible enough to buy the couch that's now in my fucking living room. <laughs> well, uh, we know many people in this app show who would buy Evan's couch. So. True. Nah. True. Six ninety nine from yeah. Carrie. Hail Kale, the best D-man in the world. Should us Avs fans worry about Mac not scoring, and should he shoot more? Love the crew at DNVR. Should 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 shoot more. Uh, he only finished with I think three, and two of them were probably in overtime. But you also yeah. consider he hit two posts. Yep. Uh, and he should shoot more. Yeah. He's deferring a lot when he so, shouldn't. So right now. you also it's, see it's the, the fact times, that, yeah. right? Yeah. The, he, the situations that you, you want see. To this shoot is just the second game this season that he doesn't have an assist. Yeah. Actually, who had the assist? No, he, the no, he had, he had. Yeah, he assisted it, the McCargle in overtime. 
He, did he get a point on it? Yeah. Is it? Well, he's only got one point this entire, or one game this entire year. He Without hasn't scored a point. A point. Yeah. So it's like, do you want to see him score? What's the difference between goal and the assist? The goal, the puck is in the net. Yeah. If he's assisting on every single goal, it doesn't matter. Well, and, and, and honestly, so here's kind of, I don't necessarily know if there's like a hot take on it. But like, okay. no, I don't think you should be worried because yeah. he's finding other ways to contribute at the same clip. Kind of to AJ's point just now. The pucks are still going into the back of the net, and the fact that they're just not necessarily coming off his stick directly into the net, that's not really a reason that you should be concerned. You know, I, this gives me a really – we should we should go through Colorado's game log last year and see what the on-ice goals were with McKinnon through however many games yeah. he's played this year versus uh, the same same time last year to see how much him actually not scoring goals – is impacting the goals getting scored with him on the ice. Because think That'd back, be curious. Think back a he few. He struggled last year the same way. Uh, think back a few years ago, and there was almost even a frust, like a little bit of a frustration, because he would shoot everything. Yeah. Everything yeah. was on his stick towards the net, and he, I mean, he had a forty goal season and, and stuff like that. But I mean, if he's putting up i think he's still on pace for a hundred point season yeah. right now he's With still like on pace 80 assists right for a hundred <laughs> points so how it's gotta why, be like 90 at this yeah, point why, why do you care how how the sausage this, is being made this is what i'm wondering is like do you like yeah you'd love to see the goal but if the goal is going in if the line is scoring and it's ranted in or it's landis it's it's mccarr you know if mccarr's if you, if you take away five McCarr goals and you give them to McKinnon, how differently do you feel? Well, and, and, you don't. and, and You're, the goals are all the, they're, they're still there. But they're not coming. There's a frustration level that you can kind of see on see, Mac see, right I, now. And I disagree. I, 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 no, don't, I, I don't think he's had it in the same way. But not, in the, not yeah. in the same way that we've seen in the past. He had several moments tonight where he got frustrated and skated off. But again, yeah. he's he's still well, well <laughs> gave that puck away. Go to the bench. But he's what still an asshole. He's still producing, and and he's ju- he's not slamming the stick, and he's not no. yelling the I way think... that he used to. And, and while I think there's a frustration, he's a goal scorer. There's also one thing you have to remember: he didn't forget how to score goals. He had two posts tonight. Yeah, it's one of those things where he's still finding a way to produce. His when yeah. he's on the ice, pucks are still going to the net. And what happens if and when that? light bulb suddenly does come back on and the and instead of those two posts going out those both go in and and suddenly now well he's found a way to contribute other than scoring goals and the goal scoring the other side of it i think is yes that frustration is there but go back to three minutes left in the third period abs give up what should have been a two-on-one to chicago the other way and mckinnon is the guy who just Full bore skates yep. to get all, all the way yep. back. Breaks it up. Yep. He, got on he just horse he, he looks like a little bit, uh, and I, I I mean, his game seems a bit more complete right now, even with the goal scoring not being there. Because you see the shots, you know he can still shoot, you know he still has that offensive threat, but he's putting up points. He's contributing defensively. Sure. You know he's physically engaged. I thought that interference tonight was bullshit. That was just a big hit. That you can see why they called it, but you're also like, bro, th- that that but puck was very much you, within reach for the guy, you, if, for if whoever was he hit. The, like that's where you're starting to seriously take hitting out of your game, right? Yeah. Right. Where you're like, dude, that's a that's a physical board battle, and the only reason that Kurashev doesn't get there is because the freight train is coming, right? And he holds up, and, yeah, and, because Philip Kurashev is a talented, a very I mean, skilled player, but he's soft as where? hell, and you saw that. <laughs> Because instead of making the play, 
he doesn't get to the right. puck because he pulls up because he's afraid of getting hit. Yeah. Where do you draw and the he line? He still gets rocked. Where do you draw the line of attempting a play on the puck as to actually having? I mean, the game the, the, the game is insanely fast. Right, yeah. split second decision. So again, I disagreed with the call, especially when you get to watch it in slow mo. Right. In real time, I completely get where they called it. I hate it. I hate that it changed the course of a game. It's a it's a it's a good hit. That's I mean, it's a good it, clean hockey hit. I mean, he he smokes the guy. The guy's made of tissue, and he just rips right through it like the the, the Kool Aid Man. It was yeah. awesome. And then Eric Johnson rails a guy through the boards. Yeah. <laughs> well, they never they never ever call interference on yeah. the end board yeah. race ever. We saw it earlier in the year with Sam Gerrard when yeah, he went in. Neither super one hard. of those guys touched that puck, and no. EJ smokes him, and everybody goes on about their day, and they're just and, like, and, oh, and, right. good board battle, fellas. Right. Yeah, they were battling for the puck, and that that's where I'm just like, I don't see any difference between that and what Nathan McKinnon did. It's like he's trying to separate that guy from what what in his opinion was a playable puck and. But, for sure, but but and, and that's just my thing with McKinnon. The 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 lack of goals off his stick don't bother me. His he's contributing the same way, and he seems to be engaged in the game in other areas of the game more so than we've seen him in the past. Maybe, I mean that Man, literally. That, I've got way more Miko issues than I do Nathan McKinnon. <laughs> that, that that back check may have saved the game. Yeah, that's oh, Kirby Doc coming yeah. down on the right two, side on a two and on one. He hits and then he hits the post with two minutes to go. Right. Like, Nathan Nathan McKinnon was inches from being the hero, like like king of the game yep. with multiple goals. Yep. Right. I do want to get to a couple other players. We're running long, but deal we with have, it. We it's have one Tuesday. All right, we one one last super chat. Max with five yeah. Canadian. Keep up the great work, DNVR. Love from eight six seven. How much are Avs missing the nuke train Talked defensively? About that. Uh, it's While not we just defensively. The it's the second line entirely yeah. that is missing nuke right now because no. I the way I put it before the show was. If Nuke is gone and you have Comper up on that second line, you just can't afford to have a night off from Burakovsky. Right. And Burakovsky takes a lot of nights off. That That's what – one thing, regardless of whatever you want to say about Nuke, that he has been this year is he consistent. has been consistent. Yeah. He has brought – He's mattered. The, the, his A game or close to it almost every night. I, I can't think of a game where it's like, whoa, Nuke was really bad tonight. I think there have been two stinkers from a statistical standpoint. Right, right, right. The check. right. But it, even that chemistry on that second right, line, it's just, when they're together, the gel factor of totally that different. line he, he, he's, is crazy. He's totally got different. the try-hard that, that matches Kadri. He's such a big body. Yeah. He can dig pucks out down low. And then he's just so dynamic on the defensive side of the puck. Yeah. That I mean, especially with where he's come from a couple well, years ago when the Avs took a flyer dude, on him. The difference defensively between Val Nachushkin and the ultra black hole that is JT Comfer yep. is enormous. And, and, and you know, Comfer is a guy that, you know, they, they flex him throughout the lineup. He's kind of their – they've kind of forced him to be their little Swiss Army knife all throughout the lineup. And it's like, okay, fine, he's passable. He didn't actively, like, hurt you tonight in that spot. But that line was just like nothing. They were nothing the when entire you, night. You wonder how many times is Comfort going to get on a line? You're going to watch it be nothing before you're like. Well, and, and see, I almost, I almost Aww. think that that's one of those things where they put him there because it's like he's not going to screw up, and we're fine with a line being nothing for tonight because we trust our depth. I seriously think that's why they do it. We think, think we have enough as, depth around whatever line he's on. That I think it's as much about being comfortable with the other lines it, as well. I, yeah, I oh, think, for sure, for sure. I think number one, it's. They love New Hook at 3C. Yeah. Well, and, and, and it was the same reason Comfort why. might be done as a center in Colorado, barring injury. Yep. Uh, because New Hook is 
put a stranglehold I, on the three Z job. I think he's going to become a, a utility player. I, 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 John Mitchell is the one that always comes to my mind because that dude played regular minutes on the fourth line, and he also played regular minutes in the top six. I think that's what they're going to do with JT Comfort. I think you're right. I think they strap him to New Hook's wing when he's, they're fully healthy. John Mitchell is my Jean-Luc Foodie comp. <laughs> really? Yeah. But, but, but then otherwise, it's just, cool, where is there an injury? That's where you play. Yeah. At least you pick a forward for that comp. Uh, <laughs> all right. So the other would be Kyle Comiskey. If I yeah, was God. <laughs> the other main contributor on the goal side for the abs tonight was EJ. Blaze, you're the you're the tall, dangly, gangly guy on the Thank pod you. here. How Thank hard you. is it for a large human being to shoot a puck past some shin pads? <laughs> I was I had for no idea where that was, <laughs> that was going. Uh, look, some nights I'm not sure. I think you might be I mean, better. Like, at like, it. It's it's like a, uh, tonight was unreal because I don't think he hit any yeah, uh, shin guards. It's crazy at all. what happens when he does. and he got him on net and look what happened. He almost had a hat trick. His like, dopest yeah. shot might was have the been one that, that didn't the, go yeah, in. Yeah, the third one. <laughs> yeah, it was so close to going in. I wanted it for him. Yeah, goals one and two were just kind of like, wait, what? Especially the third goal, where you're just like, well, goal one yeah. was like, wow, that was actually a nice shot. Good yeah. job, EJ. We kept we kept waiting for it to be a comfort tip because he steals everybody's goals. Yeah. And when you, when he happen. simplifies his game, like he's he's in that transition period right now. Like you know, he's he's an older player now. His yeah. legs are kind of not yeah. what they used to be. So he's got to really simplify his game. And hopefully, like tonight, like when you go back and watch that tape. When he was making it simple, it looked like it was flowing for him. Yeah. It, it, I think certainly in the offensive zone, it looked a lot yeah. better tonight. Um, you could definitely tell when he's vibing and yeah. he's like, I'm Eric Johnson versus yeah. like other nights where he's like, okay, I'll make a play. Well, it's, it's almost even a little nerve wracking because you understand his limitations now in terms of his mobility. Yeah. And he scored that first one. And we noticed that next shift, he's jumping below the goal line. It's like, okay, okay. He skated the puck up the ice. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You get one and suddenly you're like, I am Eric Carlson. You yeah, know what? Yeah. <laughs> we spell our names the same. We're the same guy. And, but, and the other side of it is you're, you're exactly right. In the transition, there were still times tonight where you're watching dudes walk right down the middle of the ice past him. And you're like, not a great look, EJ. You, you you did good tonight, but that's still not great. Well, he I, I don't remember if we were live when AJ said it or if it was before we actually started recording. But tonight was really one of those games where, where if you step back and, and this is going to be a dumb statement for what I'm going to follow it up. But if you ignore the two goals, you're like, wow, really not. Ooh, not a great night for him. If you ignore the, the important <laughs> but But then you add those two goals in, and AJ, again, I don't remember if it was when we were live or right before, made the great point of all of those other plays were very real and happened, but which ones ended up being more impactful? And it was the two goals. So, you know, I, I, I've got him at a really good grade for tonight, even though if, if you're really being honest and you just did an ISO cam on him for 60 minutes, you're like, wouldn't love it. Whoa, but. not great. But he made two plays that that mattered more than, than the mess ups yeah. that, that he made. And, Absolutely. You know, maybe Kemper bailed him out. Maybe his D partner bailed him out. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. He had two plays that were more impactful than any of the mistakes he made, regardless of how many there were. And that's what matters. Yep. And, and that's, that is maybe what's been frustrating about EJ and other nights. It's you're making mistakes and you're doing nothing to make up for it on, on, you know, at other points of the game tonight. He did. He got a little lucky with one, but you got to be lucky to be good. And he put himself in a position to have that puck going on net and to get a bounce. 
And, and so good on him. He made some errors, but made up for it. And that's all that matters. Analytically, he ended up on the positive side Did of things. Good. Yeah. So, good. Nice. Solid night. Yeah. Solid yeah, night. Yeah. yeah. In the end. <laughs> shout out, Lordy. shout out to Brandon Watson who is feeding it to me all <laughs> night on EJ. And AJ and I talked about this on on a show. When we rail on guys, it's not because I don't like him. I want him to do well. I want him to have nights like tonight, every night. Yeah. Do you think me screaming about Miko Rantanen all game long? Is because <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. I shout don't out like Brandon him or whatever. But like, uh, you just have expectations. All right. Right. We talked about this last guy a little bit already, but just to, to wrap up the last Avs goal, Alex Newhook. Dude, that's so sick. How It's so easy to dream on that kid right now because you've seen the flashes, right? You've seen the goals that have gone in. Web, tonight's obviously steps in, goes to the backhand, and, well, and, and murders first a guy. Look at, but look at really, the big brain on Alex. Like, really nice play by Abe Kubel uh, to keep that puck in, in yeah, the zone. Yeah. Great the play, assist on for it. sure. And then from there, it's just incredibly smart hockey by yeah. Newhook. Because if you watch, if you watch how that play breaks down, he very clearly has got he's got two passing options, uh, and Makar being one of them is the second option. The I don't remember who the first one is, but it gets taken away immediately. Yeah. And then Borkstrom makes a really nice read to drop back yep. and cut across and cut off the passing lane to Makar. Newhook sees all this and just goes, "All right, I'll <laughs> cut to the middle of the ice, open up as many as as much of the net as I can." And I have to go with my backhand. Well, it turns out a pretty sick backhand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and just makes a great shot and puts it past Fourier. Like that's it's high skill, it's high it's high hockey IQ. It's understanding the situation and reading the game. We saw him make a couple of plays in this game where he's he's making plays that his line mates are just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> where he's he's reading the game faster than his line mates can play at times. And it's where you're seeing the potential of Someday, you know, Nazem Kadri has earned his spot right now. Like, no you're, doubt about that. You're yeah. not, you're not messing with that. But you're, you're looking at Newhook and you're saying the guy's making some seriously, seriously smart plays. And yeah, it was O'Connor. Thank you. Uh, and and O'Connor for what? The, he was the, the first passing guy. option oh, for, oh, for oh, Newhook oh. there. Uh, uh, he's he's making the kinds of hockey IQ plays that guys in Colorado's top six are accustomed to. They're going to be comfortable. They're going to understand what he's trying to do, understand what he's trying to create. And that's that's where you it's easy to see. Like, he's got the 2C job in his future. Right now, he's doing a great job where he is. He's learning on the fly. He's figuring it out. Uh, he's putting together an all-around game that's pretty good. It's been really impressive how little he has struggled defensively overall. Uh, playing in the middle of the ice he, and he makes some genuinely hustles. great defensive and, plays and like he works his ass off yes. and you can tell that he has the right attitude about everything because there's little aspects of his game get a little bit better all the time yeah and that's a testament to a guy that works he puts in the work he doesn't just go out there and bomb one-timers after practice for 40 minutes and call it a day he goes out there and he does five different things he takes face-offs he chips you know he's he's working on puck drills he's doing all kinds of different things and it's elevating all the little aspects of the game and all the little details all of that all that's going to do is just raise the entire ceiling or the entire hey. floor for his game and help him get to his ceiling he's got everything in him to max out and be a be a very very good player for them and especially for a young player too like 
in that situation, it's so easy for a young player to defer and try to squeeze that pass in, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm going to get it to Makar. And realizing what's happening, where the defense is going, mm-hmm. and realizing there's a screen in front of him, too. Like, LOC is driving the net. Is driving yeah. the net. So he knows that Flurry can't see it. By the time Flurry sees that it's on his backhand, he's already shooting. Yeah. Well, and, and so we go back to the LOC goal from the last game. And we talked about the play that Nathan McKinnon made, and I talked about that's what the game slowed down looks like yeah. for players. And you can tell that for Alex Newhook, the game is starting to slow down. That play that he makes, I mean, he he makes three or four different reads before yep. he decides to move that puck to his backhand. Yeah. We talked earlier in this show it's, about it's how fast the NHL like yeah. is. A, a quarterback going through his progression. Yep, 100%. It's, it's, it's the same kind yeah. of... Because it all happens within about two and a half seconds. Yeah. You've got to read three different routes at the same time. And and Alex Newhook, Broncos QB of the future. Oh yeah. My God. I mean, you can't, you, they might as well at this point. But, but you know, he, he makes – you watch that in super slow-mo from the camera behind the net, and you see him check the net, check yep. across, yeah. check McCarr. swivel. Before he decides with, – with two guys both within five feet of yeah. him, yeah. he makes all those decisions and then pulls it to his backhand and, and throws it in. That it, is when you hear someone say the game is starting to slow down for them. That's what well, it means. He's playing it at the, the same pace. It's incredible how quickly it came for him too, right? Because that was the big question when he was drafted. It was like, this kid is coming out of junior A. Will yeah. he be able to read and think the game at NHL speed? Will he be able to play at that yeah. at that yeah. speed? Well, and that you was why they sent like him down. Jost, it didn't it didn't translate yep. as well. He's not able to play. He's not able to play with the skill level at the speed that the NHL requires. It's why when you see him go down to the AHL for a little bit, Tyson Jost looks really, really good. But when he gets to the NHL, he that can't. That extra quarter second. Exactly. Yeah. He can't play at the same, with the skill level at that speed. Nail Yakupov. And that's the big, that's the big, I mean, that guy, again. That's the all tools, extremist case. All yeah. tools yeah. go toolbox there. Uh, uh, but with but with Newhook, you're seeing him adjust. You're seeing it slow down. And it's like, look, he's already this good 30 and where is he going to be at game 80? Yep. Well, Where's he going to be in a playoff series? He's going to be like he I, I think he's going to be kind of kind of the guy for them that Jordan Cairo has been for St. Louis where it's like this guy's teaming with it and you're seeing Cairo have the big breakout for them this year. I don't know that that's happening this year, but that's but I think it's down the road. Man. I think you're seeing I think it's setting up to be next year where you you when you see, give him the 2C spot and it's just fits. go time, yeah. He's just he's ready. He's 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 readying his game for that next level for it to be a full blown. I got this. We well, had and, and, uh, we had a comment here really quick. I want to get to uh, Evan should be back very very soon. So yeah, uh, the casts are off. Yeah, the sh- she's uh, she's mobile again. So yeah, um, that means we should be she should be welcoming back Evan in. Whenever he, hey, whenever he wants, imminently. Soon, yeah. Yeah. Uh, la- last thing on Newhook, that you know, that was one of the things that Jared Bednar talked about when they did call him back up. Um, cool. We, 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 our show went so long, the camera died. Uh, chat. Uh, that was like oh, 100%. <laughs> uh, that was you know when they sent him down at the beginning of the year. Jared Bednar said we can we could just tell he he wasn't processing the game fast enough. Yeah. He went down, got some reps in the AHL, which is still, in case you forgot, a very good league <laughs> that is played at a, at a, at a yeah. fast pace. He went down there, and it wasn't you know, that something magical happened, but they, they talked to him about understanding how to adjust that pace and not having that extra half second to make a decision. And, and that's where, go back to what we talked about earlier this week on a show, 
The Avs have identified these are the types of players we want in our organization. They've drafted them. They've traded for them. They've signed them in free agency. We want high IQ players, high character guys. And when you when you have players like that in your organization, you, you know that's how you see those types of results from Alex Newhook. He was sent down with, with a clear kind of directive. This is what we want you to go learn and understand. He did it, and now he's come back up, and, and you're seeing as much shit as the Avs get for not being able to develop players. You are seeing very real development at the pro level of Alex Newhook with the Avalanche. What are you two smirking at and looking at each other for? I wasn't even looking at AJ. I don't know. Because you looked over there, and then I looked over, and you had that grin on your face. And I was like, what are you guys eye contacting about Sorry, right you, you caught me thinking about Kale McCarr's goal again. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's just it's it's really fun to watch, and that goal was yeah. – I mean, that that's honestly another one that could be on a – the, the Avs could have two goals on SportsCenter Top 10 tonight. You look seven goals on the year. Yeah. Quietly – could push for 20. Yep. Yep. I mean, really there's could. no way he works himself back into the caller conversation, right? No. I was like, I, 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 I just, yeah. well, I just, I don't think he has enough run. Raymond and Cider are just too far ahead at this point. Like, if he had an additional 15, 20 games from right now, I think he could. It's funny because, like, the Calder com conversation is going to be over at the end of the regular season, and then so will Detroit's year. Yeah. <laughs> and you go into the postseason, and Alex Newhook is it could ascending be a major yeah. X factor and on, Bowen a, Byram. On, a, on a Stanley Cup run where yeah. it's like, oh, these two rookies weren't in the Calder conversation, but look at them, like, pushing, helping push a team yeah. through the playoffs. Uh, so it's. The Calder will be funny this year from Colorado's perspective where the Avs guys are like... Bigger fish to fry. You yeah. guys can have this one. <laughs> cool. Uh, all right. Final thoughts? Kale McCarr's love, Kale McCarr's life? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Final thoughts? Apparently Nick Ehlers' family is going through something bad, so thoughts to them. Yep. Oh. Apparently oh, apparently it happened like right before the game, and he scored an empty net goal tonight and was crying on the bench. Well, so. Send out know. some good vibes to the people that need it. Hello, PHNX. Oh, their yeah. show's awesome, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I love the the PHNX Coyote show. Yeah, I, it's so to, dope. Hoping to meet up with him a bit when I go down there for the uh, Coyotes game here in a couple weeks. Yeah, Definitely. as he just yeah. invites himself onto their pod. I said, there. hopefully, hopefully. Leah, if anyone's listening, I don't know. From me. DM me. I'm not sure. <laughs> no, Leah, expect a message from me. But uh, yeah, the show's great. I can't imagine any everyone watching this goal is just speechless. If you yeah. want, if you want a taste of like what it's like to go to <laughs> hockey therapy. That's what the PHNX show is a lot of the time. This I would... wish we had one for the 48-point season. Yeah. It's something oh, the Avs community was missing. Oh, no. No, yeah. what, what he said after that, Kill McCarr for me was a little lucky, to be honest. Their D, whoever their name was, <laughs> he overcommitted a little on me. Damn, no that way. is cold. Yeah, whoever that guy was didn't catch his whoever number. Third Bye. overall pick, <laughs> yeah. Kirby Dockett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Never heard of him. Holy shit. Cold-blooded. Yeah, I love that. Just another dagger. Uh, also, we didn't talk about how Miko Rantanen danced Seth Jones Oh uh, my god! The second period, yeah. Jones yeah. actually just fell over. That, 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 that had uh, Jared Spurgeon. Shades Dude, of Jared Spurgeon. Seth Jones straight up clicked his heels twice, which <laughs> he was back home. This is a sweet comment here. I care about the Coyotes next to zero, but I watched that pod. It is a really good one. Yeah, Petey's dope. I love Petey. Obviously, Craig, Craig is amazing yeah. too. Been covering the team forever, so 
Leah's cool too. Shout out Leah. She does my job, but probably better than me. Me and Pete <laughs> went to the same high school. No way. Yep, we wow. did. Uh, all right. I guess we're done. We're just we're we're not even gonna talk about the PK. If you want to look at the PK, go look at our show the other day. This was a dope dope stuff happened. Everything is dope. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Goodbye. <laughs> I, I thought we would end with this just image. Yes, just yeah. and 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 with the pretty. 